Welcome to Cybersecurity Growth, a show for aspiring and existing cybersecurity leaders. I'm your host, Sean Valley, Executive Director and CISO of Cybersecurity Growth, former Chief Security Officer of Rapid7 and former CISO of Tricentis. I'll never quite forget the time, maybe the first time, that I was asked about CASB. I was, pre- I was presenting to a board of directors... Uh, Yeah, I was presenting to a board of directors and a slightly tech-savvy board member asks, hey, what are you doing about CASB? Uh, See, this is the challenging part of being invited to present or speak at a board meeting. I never really know what questions or comments are going to come my way. Oftentimes, the uh, questions come from a recent news article or some kind of uh, board Illuminati meeting or some sort. In this case, the pseudo-savvy person happened to hold a high-level position at a company that owned and sold to CASB, which I didn't even realize at the time. My internal voice said, WTF is a CASB. Why not use acronym and an acronym? Uh, And my outside voice said confidently, "Uh, we aren't looking at that yet, and it's not the top priority of our risks to address, which was entirely accurate. But for some reason, I felt uncomfortable saying out loud, what is a CASB? And not looking like the expert on literally everything cyber. So now I now I will guide anyone I am mentoring that it is okay and even welcome to say, I don't know the answer to that, but I'll get back to you. <laughs> uh, but I still stick with my answer in that moment because it was truly accurate. Uh, Sadly, I have experience in a previous role where my executive leader truly expected me to have 100% knowledge of literally everything going on in the cyber world, and I was not long for that role, and they asked for the impossible, and my honesty didn't align with their expectations. I digress. Let's get back to CASB. Um, You can see the definition from Microsoft on this slide here. and we're going to dig into uh, the capabilities once we get past this. So Cloud Access Security Broker, or CASB, it's a security policy enforcement point positioned between enterprise users and cloud service providers. CASBs can combine multiple different security policies from authentication and credential mapping to encryption, malware, detection, and more, offering flexible enterprises solutions that help ensure cloud app security across authorized and unauthorized applications and managed and unmanaged devices. And if you see the visual on the screen here, I think it's nice. There's all your SaaS apps. And if you look at them like, oh, I use most of those, if not all of those. And then the CASB tool is kind of like in between the SaaS apps and you, the user, or your users. And they do a uh, a handful of capabilities. And we're going to get into those capabilities right now. So here are the key benefits of a CASB. Uh, according to our friends at Microsoft. So CASBs offer a range of security benefits that allow enterprises to mitigate risk, enforce policies across various applications and services, and maintain regulatory compliance. And you see on the screen here, there are five key benefits. Shadow IT uh, assessment and management, granular cloud usage control, data loss prevention, or DLP, Risk visibility and threat prevention. And so let me just give an overview of what each of these are. For shadow IT and assessment management, CASBs deliver visibility into all cloud applications, sanctioned and unsanctioned. Enterprises 
can employ a CASB to obtain a comprehensive picture of cloud activity and enact security measures accordingly. So I like the idea of that, right? You know, as we are moving, as we are moving everything from our old data closets and our old data centers where we would have our sor- servers and IT would house everything into someone else's data center, into someone else's computer or the cloud, we're losing that ability to just manage and monitor stuff. So, okay, so this is interesting. This is talking about shadow IT assessment and management. So the ability to see what's going on, uh, what, what, what are people connecting to in the enterprise. Second one here, granular cloud usage control. CASBs offer detailed management of cloud usage with strong analytics. Enterprises can limit or allow access based on employee status or location and can govern govern specific activities, services, or applications. So granular cloud usage control. So it sounds like the ability to put fine-grained controls over who can get to what in the cloud. DLP. A CASB's DLP capabilities help security teams protect sensitive information like financial data, proprietary data, credit card numbers, health records, or social security numbers. A CASB's solution can enable policies that prevent unauthorized sharing of this data. So CASB has the basics of of a data loss prevention tool, but focusing on cloud software. Risk visibility. CASBs allow enterprises to assess the risk of unsanctioned applications and make access decisions accordingly. Okay, so a risk tool, something to help you in your GRC uh, journey, your risk journey. And then finally, threat prevention. CASBs detect unusual behavior across cloud applications, identifying ransomware, compromised users, and rogue applications. CASBs can analyze high-risk application use and automatically remediate threats, limiting an organization's risk. So there's what Microsoft says are the key benefits of a CASB. And the four major components of a CASB are visibility, data security, threat protection, and compliance. From a visibility perspective, and some of this will be a little bit of an overlap, but it's good to get a little bit of a deep dive here. From a visibility perspective, CASBs allow IT departments to identify all cloud services in use and assess subsequent risk factors. For enterprises grappling with shadow IT, CASBs offer a comprehensive understanding of all cloud-based applications employees are accessing. Risk assessments then provide information to shape IT's access policy, including more detailed controls based on specific employee and device criteria. Okay, that's the visibility side. Now, data security. Core component of a CASB system, data loss prevention, extends an enterprise secu- an enterprise's security to all data traveling to, within, and stored in the cloud, reducing the risk of costly data leaks. A CASB protects both data itself as well as the data's movement. I've got some thoughts that I'm going to bring up to after I get through the last two of these four key components. The third one is threat protection. By aggregating and understanding typical usage patterns, CASBs can identify anomalous behavior and recognize malicious activities. Adaptive access control, malware mitigation, and other capabilities help protect the enterprise from third-party or internal threats. CASB threat protection defends against all modern threats, 
whether malicious or negligent. And then finally, compliance. CASB's help ensure compliance with data privacy and safety regulations and monitor compliance for enterprises requiring adherence to regulatory standards like HIPAA or PCI DSS. So that's cool. Nice. Uh, so thinking about a CASB, uh, if I think about it, it's probably going to be helpful in a few different areas. One, kind of the corporate security area, you know, where I, I'm effectively responsible for information security and cybersecurity for everywhere in the company. But really, if I'm thinking about how do I get visibility into the, it's saying cloud, but I'm thinking SaaS applications we use, right? If I go back a few slides, it showed a whole bunch of SaaS applications like Salesforce and Workday, etc. To be able to help get visibility and make some security determinations based off of that visibility. So I think that's going to help in the corporate security side who's working close with IT and IT leadership. I would think if, you know, from your area of responsibility, if you're reporting into, you know, product leadership versus maybe IT leadership, you may have a, it may take a little bit of explaining why a CASB is important uh, because it's, uh, from what I can tell and what I see, it helps focus around, again, the tools that IT will likely manage and, uh, and operate versus product security or application security. That's, that's like a first take, and I've seen that in reality. And then the second piece here is um, there's, there's uh, compliance benefits of this. So CASB specifically calls out in their key capabilities, helping out with your compliance program, uh, helping you adhere to regulatory areas and different controls. Let me take a sip of my coffee before we move on. All right. So now we're going to learn a little bit about who are the top players in the world of CASB. Who are the top CASB providers? And the view we have here comes from our friends at Tech Radar, who provided us a list of the top 10 CASB providers uh, as far as Tech Radar believes. First of all on the list is Palo Alto. Uh, so I'm going to read some of the info I grabbed from. Uh, from TechRadar, Palo Alto Networks, CASB, uh, takes advantage of machine learning to detect security issues. Uh, it provides companies with more application visibility as well as threat and content inspection. This solution automatically secures various SaaS apps such as collaboration apps, but also unsanctioned, tolerated, and sanctioned apps. Additionally, it provides real-time protection to sensitive data by using a DLP that utilizes the same ML algorithm. Second in the list is a company known as Perimeter81. Uh, if you know, you know. And if you don't know, let's learn a little bit. While not primarily a CASB provider, a cost-effective, full-fledged CASB is integrated into Perimeter81's SASE, which stands for Secure Access Security Edge, the Perimeter81's SASE model. This platform can help companies avoid cloud security risks, enforce security policies, meet compliance regulations, and audit cloud resource access. By deploying this framework, IT administrators can extend company security policies to their cloud service provider's architecture and safeguard it from unauthorized access. Third in the list is uh, Broadcom's Symantec Cloud SOC CASB. Officially from TechRadar, they call it Symantec. But guess what? Symantec is Broadcom now. Oh, so this product has a long name to it. CloudSock 
is a platform that provides centralized control, improved network visibility, and offers automated incident response through real-time processing and alerting. It also features high-accuracy data loss protection and automatically scans content and classifies data. Most importantly, it features automated ML-powered cloud activity intelligence that triggers policy resources and creates risk diagnoses that significantly free up IT resources. And I'm going to read one more, and then I'll stop, because I just wanted to get a taste. If you want to read more, you can go to Tech Radar to read the, the, uh, all the details. Last one I'll read here, just an order, prior, uh, order of the list here, is the Cisco CloudLock CASB. This cloud-native software uses API to manage security risks in a company's cloud network and protects its users, apps, and sensitive data. Similar to other CASB solutions on the list, it also employs ML algorithms to find anomalies and identify risky network activities, along with the inclusion of an app firewall that controls connected apps. CloudLock's DLP constantly monitors the activity on the cloud to help safeguard data through custom policies. And other solutions that are listed in this list are Trellix, which used to be known as McAfee MVision Cloud. If you didn't know, McAfee is no longer McAfee. It is now Trellix. I was combined with another company last year, and the McAfee name has gone away along with John. Uh, the other top five lists, according to this Tech Radar post, is ForcePoint, the ForcePoint CASB. Next on the list is Microsoft, the Microsoft Defender for Cloud Apps. It's formerly known as Microsoft Cloud App Security. The name continues to change. Microsoft still trying to figure out their naming conventions. Next on the list is uh, Fort, uh, from Fortinet. It is the FortiGuard CASB service. Uh, if you have seen this before, you may have known it as FortiCASB. It used to be known as FortiCASB, but now it's now the FortiGuard CASB service. Followed by the Oracle CASB. Uh, I'm not sure what that was acquired by a few years ago. And then finally, Netscope Security Service Edge, or Netscope SSE, formerly known as Security Cloud. So that one's na name has changed as well. And if you go to the TechRadar post, you can read all about all of these and learn a little bit more. Uh, from, from my perspective, I am still relatively new to the CASB space, other than having that one conversation years ago. We'll find some interesting overlaps as we get into the other product categories which I find in itself extremely interesting of the overlaps that we will see uh, as we get into them. So that, my friends, is CASB. I will say this. I am live weekly on Twitch, Fridays at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Time, and 3.30 p.m. GMT, and in your pod feeds a few days later. My name is Sean Valley from here at Cybersecurity Growth. This is all for now. We will see you next time on Cybersecurity Growth. <laughs> Bye for now, everyone.